Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good whatever it is, wherever you are, and welcome to Help Podcast, episode 33. This week we have um, Elf One, which is me as per usual, and as is the standard these days, we have a guest. And our guest this week is... Hi, my name is Denislav. And you are from, Denislav? I'm from Bulgaria. I've been in Sheffield since September 2017. And what brings you to our podcast today? What are we going to talk about? So... I'm not sure we might talk a lot about a lot of things, but probably we're going to focus mainly on Shivali, the podcast that I started recording back in November 2020, which is focused on Sheffield startup ecosystem. Okay. Oh, ecosystem. That's a very, um, very flash word there. So just like yeah. people doing stuff. So you record, how many episodes have you recorded then and how many startups have you interviewed so far? I need to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's 16. Actually, today I'm uploading uh, episode 17. It's not just startups, though. Uh, I have I interviewed people from Twinkle Hive as well. So I try to mostly to talk with start with founders of startups, but I also invite people from different organizations that support startups. In Sheffield, we have some really good ones. For example, just as I said, Twinkle Hive. I will court with some people from Sheffield Technology Parks. And so also, I just uploaded an episode with James Henderson, who represents uh, Tech Nation on Monday. And just today, I'm uploading an episode with uh, Sam Deakin, who's from Capital Enterprise. So it's a mix of founders. It's a mix of people from organizations. I'm also trying to get investors from the area on the podcast. The idea is exactly to get people, different stakeholders from the ecosystem, not just founders. Okay. So do you have a sort of focus on the founders when you get them? Or are you looking for people who have opened a new shop, people who open a tech business? Do you have any sort of remit there? Yes. So... When I started recording, the, the goal behind the podcast is to, is to support startup ecosystem to increase the connectedness, specifically in the, the visibility. What I, what I believed was the, prob- was the problem, I wouldn't even say a problem, but more like something to, to work and improve, was that while there, there were some really nice and some really great ventures and startups in Sheffield, there isn't quite that visibility where people are going to talk about it openly, people are going to be excited, excited about, about these businesses. And that's why I wanted to give another platform with this podcast to, to just give them the chance to reach new audiences, to, to, show, to showcase to people what they're doing. And what I, what I do, the, the only kind of rule I have on my podcast is, is that I only invite startups that, that are based on Steve Blank's definition of a startup. So Steve Blank is one of the kind of prominent figures in Silicon Valley. Okay. And his definition of a startup, according to Steve Lang, the definition of a startup is temporary organization designed to search for a repeatable and scalable business model. Yes, I try to mostly talk with startups who are, who are doing that. I've had a couple of people who sadly I had to reject having in the podcast, not because their businesses are, are, less, are less valuable or could be less successful, but it's just that I'm really trying to narrow down the focus. So when people come to Shivali, they know what to expect and what they're going to listen. So who have you interviewed so far the businesses that we might have heard of or businesses that we are definitely going to hear of in the future? Who have you interviewed? Twinkle, Twinkle Hive, uh, which is the, the startup accelerator of Twinkle. I would assume is, Twinkle is one of the companies that probably most people, especially people in the business, in kind of the business world have, have heard of. Massive organization started here in Sheffield, started as a, started as a really more company family business and has now grown to a worldwide leader i think you might be surprised how few people in sheffield outside of the areas that you've just mentioned have actually heard of them they're, they're focused on education is that right yes they're focused on education and uh, edtech they they basically supply teaching resources and they're one of the world's leaders operating multiple countries around the world and have been 
wildly successful and wildly helpful as well because I throughout the throughout the pandemic they did some amazing stuff supplying free free resources left and right and uh, just making the job of the teachers who already struggled because of all the changes way easier it's twinkle without an e on the end isn't it yes exactly yeah so so it's not a good teaching point that is it I'm going to teach you something but I'm going to spell my name incorrectly <laughs> yes. well, look from that point of view yeah for sure but it's kind of a startup trend it's been for a while you know to kind of shorten the name yeah uh, and so on and so forth Twinkle is one of, probably everyone who's heard about it but it's not a startup anymore so it's a startup Twinkle Hive was a startup accelerator now one startup that most people could have heard of could have heard about already is Tickets for good, I would assume. Okay, yeah. For good, it's a tech for good business. Steve, Steve, who's the who's the founder, basically they uh, he's been involved in in social enterprises and it, in in tech for good businesses for a while. And what he tries to do is to supply tickets that are not going to be utilized to people that might not be able to buy them in the first place. Not necessarily people that can't afford them, but people that can't can't reach them. Don't don't. Uh, for example, people from NHS. They try to redistribute them to charities. And it's about trying to give, as, as I said, some people might not have the chance to experience concerts, events that, are, they, that they want to go to. And Steve, through Tickets for Good, tries to, tries to make that happen. You said something in there that I'm not exactly sure that my followers will um, know about, is a startup accelerator. What does Twinkle and other people that do that actually do? If you would like to explain yes. that for me. I'm getting out of this bubble, you know, because I've only recorded podcasts for startup and i kind of assume that uh, these terms are, are widely known but startup accelerator is the concept of, a, of an organization of an event of a company that in a specific time frame supports a specific cohort of, of startup businesses so let's say that uh, you as l fund creates a health check accelerator and you have a cohort of 15 businesses that are specifically tech for tech for good for helping for helping Sheffield or for helping cities. You take them under your wing, and from then on, it's while it's uh, subjective and it depends on the accelerator. You have accelerators that are going to provide support. They're going to provide office space. They're going to provide mentorship. You have accelerators which are also going to provide funding. You have accelerators which are which are even going to help you with with teams. For example, Twinkle Hive in particular, they uh, in their their accelerator they do a lot about their cohort. Genuinely, they offer the, they have one to one with their founder, which which is amazing because getting that you know one to one insights and advice from the person that built this very successful business, uh, they offer them to use their research teams, their uh, learning teams, their IT teams. So yeah, Twinkle Hive is definitely a place for startup founders to to go to in Sheffield if they want to like get that uh, get that support. So I mentioned at the start before we began recording that I like to ask two questions on the podcast. One of them is what are you doing to help Sheffield, which I think has become quite clear in that you're giving a louder voice out to startup businesses. Is there any other ways in which you're you're doing that is there any other little things that you do in terms of helping Sheffield <laughs> I'll put you right on the spot today aren't I yes a little bit but uh, <laughs> as cliche as it, as it might sound I do try to be a bit of an upstanding citizen and without without bragging about it but I, what I mean by that is for example uh, one thing that really really personally bothers me is wearing a mask like I have to admit um, it's for for what for one year now it's been and I could really feel that sometimes kind of affected my it's kind of affected my breathing. However, when I'm in social in social situations when I'm outside, I always I always try to wear my mask where I have to because I do understand that we we have to take kind of responsibility for for, for each other. Yes, 
I, I don't know everyone out on the streets, but everyone doesn't know me as well. That doesn't mean that we should be careless and that we should be responsible. So that's one thing, for example, which I can say that I don't really like particularly, but I still try to do because uh, it's, the, it, it's the rule, first of all, like we need to follow the rules that being set. And also because I do try to do something, to do things that people, that I expect from people as well. Now, I am bothered when I see people without masks in shops, in train stations, and so on and so forth. If I don't do that, then first of all, I'm being hypocritical. And second of all, yeah, it's just not the right thing to do. So yeah, that's one way I help Sheffield. I just try to uh, to act uh, the way I expect other people to uh, to act, which is not a lot, but I believe that small small positive contributions, when they compile, they could have a they could have a bigger positive contribution in in, in the long term. Uh, but apart from Shivali, I'm not doing any particular initiative at the moment. That's okay. in Sheffield. I think on the mass, I think everybody needs to do their bit. Obviously, there's people who can't wear them, and there's some people who just don't want to wear them. But um, I don't want to get into that debate too much. I'll yeah. probably get probably get grief. Um, and then the other side of the question that I always like to ask is, um, what can Sheffield do to help you? So I'm guessing people coming to you to be on your podcast would be one thing. Yes, but to be fair, that's not even that needed because the startup ecosystem has been very open to me. Founders, founders have been very, very, very proactive, and they. I also have been very reactive. I, I hardly get people that don't answer back to me, even if even if you know they're going to reject, which hasn't happened a lot, by the way. But even if they're going to reject, they always come back to me, never leave me kind of in the dark. So that's not even one thing. Honestly, one thing that could uh, that could help is to just support startup startup businesses. So there is a again a concept in the startup world which is called early adopters, which yeah. are people that that support businesses that are just started because. Uh, I'm just going to give you an example of, of one startup because you asked me which startup I think is going to, to make a lot of noise. Kind of, we, We're all going to heard about it. Yeah. And I'm thinking of a company called Deliver Booze. Uh, okay. It's a company that delivers alcohol. It's, it's only working in Sheffield at the moment. It was set up by two of, two of my friends, James and Carol. They just graduated uni the year before and the year, so 2019 and 2020. And they, they're putting so much into that business. They're putting their, their ideas, their time, their hard work. And I would love... To see them to see them succeed but for that for that case people should be open to ordering alcohol online rather than going to the shop and so yeah for example that that's one thing that i would how people in Sheffield can help me just look at my podcast look at what the startups that i've talked that i've spoken to do and support them well by with being a customer so it's um just to remind people there it's the steel valley podcast that's his name isn't it Steel I- valley Sheath Valley, sorry, I'm obsessed with steel. That's because I live in Sheffield. Um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Sheath Valley podcast. Oh. I presume that's available on all platforms. It's on Apple, Spotify, etc. It is available on Spotify, Google Podcast. It's not available actually on Apple Podcast. For some reason, I'm really struggling with creating an Apple ID and okay. being on the Apple Podcast, which I know is a major issue because a lot of people are listening to Apple Podcasts. Honestly, I... I definitely can fix that in about five minutes, but I just haven't been bothered. I don't know why. <laughs> but moment, it's Spotify. And also when the, if people follow me on Twitter, the official Shiv Valley page and on LinkedIn, I always share a direct to MP3 link okay. where they can listen as well. Yeah, great. So what's your handle on Twitter? It's Valley Shiv. Are you on other social media platforms as well? Just LinkedIn personally. I try to avoid social media and I'm also really bad with it in terms of promotion and marketing so i try not to embarrass myself by having more social media sounds like me that's why i hide behind something called help chef so i don't have to show my face or do anything i pretend it's somebody else 
So just on that front, my, my brother's actually starting a new um, startup soon. It's a physical startup. It's not a tech one. He's doing a, a venue on Snig Hill in Sheffield, which is going to be called The Social. So he's part of it is training people how to do chef skills um, when they're going to sort of sell the food that they produce um, out of their, their sort of the plan is they're going to have a, a bar in there. They're going to have workshops in there. It's going to be a, quite a lot of people gathering together in, under one roof. And a lot of the work that they're doing is trying to help people who maybe haven't got the employment skills that they need to get out into the, the world. So they're going to sort of do a lot of training and that kind of thing. So look out for your social media channels on that because no doubt I'll be roped in to get involved in that somehow. So Denisov, anything else you'd like to add in terms of what's going on in your world at this moment in time? Well, I just moved last week. So at the moment, my setup for this podcast is amazing. I genuinely don't have a chair for my desk. So I'm sitting on the bed. <laughs> so, so all the best podcasts are made. Yes, right? Yeah. But basically, I'm really looking forward to my days off now. I work Sunday to Wednesday night shift. So I'm looking forward to now Thursday, Friday, so I can finally set up my new place because it's been a nightmare these two or three days because everything is everywhere. Can't find anything. But I finally have some time off, so very much looking forward to setting up my new place. Not a lot happening apart from apart from my podcast and working, to be fair. Hopefully now with the country opening, yeah, I think the, be a little bit more. I, I imagine there's been lots and lots of different startups uh, occurred over lockdown. So people who started just before then got shut down and have had time to sort of work on what they're offering. And then there'll be obviously... Yep places that are closed down and then someone replaced them. I think there's going to be a whole new world of fun opening up yeah. over the next few months and such. I've booked to go down to, there's a new bar on the Sheffield Canal called True Loves next to the Dorothy Packs. That looks particularly um, enticing. Obviously not allowed inside yet, but that looks really nice. Yeah. So I, I've booked in there for their first week of opening. Yeah, I've heard of lots of bits and bobs going on. So I think it's time to get out, walk around. And if you've never seen the place before, pop in and give them some money and help them on their merry way, I think. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, see, what one thing which uh, is a good reminder from you, we need, to, we need to go out, we need to support businesses now. Like, as, again, as, as, as cliche as that sounds, it is important. There's been businesses who's genuinely been open for one, two months in the last year. Yeah. They need that support. And all we need to do is have fun and, and, <laughs> and support them by having fun. So that's not the most difficult part. Of course, let's also make sure that we keep our masks on where it's needed, keep our social distancing, because it's going to be very, very bad if just not following some simple rules leads to another lockdown or another series of restrictions. If I get locked down again, I'm just going to go into the cellar and cry for a few months and then come back. I'm going to hibernate. I'm just not bothering. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be nice, especially now since we've kind of tasted just a, even, even a little bit, but life as it, it was before it's not going to be nice but i do believe it's 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 kind of up to us it's really we just need to follow a bit of social distancing wear our mask where it's needed and uh i hope things will be all right me too let's crack on and help sheffield sort itself out get back on its feet john lewis or no john lewis okay thank you very much that was great i'll do some editing and bung that out to the world sometime very soon if you want to stay on we can have a chat afterwards Thank you very much, listeners. And that was episode 33 of the Help Sheffield Help podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And when I get around to it, I'll do another one. Thank you. Bye-bye.